Are you drowning in to-dos, feeling like you're running on a never-ending treadmill of tasks and wondering how to lead your team more effectively? What if I told you that the secret to transforming your leadership and your early childhood business could be as simple as making a list? Yes, you heard that right, a list, but not just any list. Everything changed for me once I discovered the game-changing power of lists and journaling and how I turned my chaotic days into well-orchestrated symphonies of success. The transformative power of lists and journaling, well, it's a tool for effective leadership. There are three pivotal areas, prioritizing tasks and goals to align with your long-term vision, self-reflecting on strengths and weaknesses to become a more authentic leader, and enhancing team collaboration to create a cohesive work environment. You can manage your responsibilities more efficiently and effectively, improve self-awareness, and foster a collaborative team culture, all aimed at achieving a more successful and fulfilling business as you work towards that time freedom lifestyle. I'm Kelly Peek. I've spent the past 26 years growing multiple million dollar early childhood businesses. I'm here to help you navigate both the messy and magical seasons of your early childhood business with simple, actionable strategies. It is my goal to make your life a little easier working with our most prized possessions in life. If you're ready to control the chaos, ditch the exhausting overwhelm, and keep the joy, then be sure to join us at kellypeak.com. Well, hey there, CEOs, confident early childhood operators. Welcome back to the Early Childhood Business Made Easy podcast. I am Kelly Peek, your host, and I am excited to help early childhood business owners and operators manage and implement profitable business operation strategies so you can find more time and freedom without that chaos and overwhelm. Now, today we're diving into something that's been an absolute game changer for me but it seems so minor from the outside, and that is lists and journaling. Oh yes, you heard me right. If you are anything like me, juggling a million tasks from curriculum planning to parent meetings to, oh, let's not forget snack time, planning birthday parties, dealing with team activities and events, well, you're in for a real treat. I started making purposeful lists and journaling many years ago. And it's like I found a hidden superpower. Seriously, friends, it's like having a personal assistant that fits right into your pocket. Now, I hear you, CEOs, you are overwhelmed, stretched thin, and let's face it, probably frazzled. You're doing an incredible job. You are making a difference in other people's lives, dealing with their most prized possessions in life. But sometimes it feels like you're just keeping your head above water. Am I right? Well, that's where lists and journaling can come in. You can use lists and journaling to prioritize your tasks and goals, reflect on your strengths and weaknesses, and enhance team collaboration and communication. Now, these are just not fluffy concepts. These are actionable strategies that you can start using today in order to bring that clarity to you so the chaos you may be feeling is gone and you are truly thriving in your leadership role. Now, these are not just ordinary lists. They have the power to be a concrete plan that allows you to become a more effective, self-aware, and collaborative leader. Now, imagine having more time to focus on what really matters, what really lights you up, like enriching the lives of the little ones and the families you serve, like being there for your own family and being present in the moment. Have you ever felt like your to-do list is running you instead of the other way around? What if I told you that the secret to reclaiming your time, 
Boosting your team's morale and even becoming a better leader could be as simple as rethinking about how you make lists and what you think about your lists and journaling. This question challenges the common assumptions that to-do lists are just about our tasks. Have you ever taken a moment to reflect on how your relationship is with your to-do lists? When you do, you can open up the door to the transformative power of lists and journaling. One major objection you might be thinking is, well, Kelly, I am already swamped. The last thing I need is another, air quote, productivity hack, air quote, that takes more time to implement than it serves. Now, it's a valid concern. You are juggling team schedules. You are juggling parent communication. You're juggling things within your facility and so much more. And the idea of adding one more thing to your plate right now, I get it seems overwhelming. If not down if not downright counterproductive. Now, we hope to address this very objection by showing you that lists and journaling, well, they're not just another time-consuming tasks. It really is a lifestyle change that can actually save you time in the long run and help you find more of that time freedom lifestyle you so deserve. Now, we're not talking about complicated systems that require hours to set up. We're talking about simple, actionable strategies that you can start implementing today in as little as five minutes. My friends, it's all about changing your mindset. Really start thinking purposefully. So when you are making those lists, you're not just jotting down all the things you need to do. We're going to talk about how you purposefully take action and do the things you are meant to be doing and let others or just get rid of the things you shouldn't be doing. The beauty of lists and journaling, well, it's flexible. Whether you are jotting down a quick list on a notepad or using a dedicated app, the goal is to make your life a little easier, not harder. Lists and journaling can streamline your tasks, clarify your goals, and even improve your team dynamics, all while freeing up more time for you to focus on what truly matters, helping you live more of that time freedom lifestyle. So if you're skeptical about adding one more thing to your already busy schedule, I get it. But I challenge you to give listen journaling a try. You might just find it's the missing piece in your leadership puzzle. The challenges we've talked about, well, they're real. They are tough. I have been there, my friend, overwhelmed, unfocused, and feeling like I was letting my team down. I was letting my family down. But that's exactly why I'm so passionate about this topic. I started years ago with what I learned was one of the easiest forms of journaling that made a huge impact on my focus and my productivity. It's a simple brain dump. It's exactly like it sounds. You literally take a piece of paper and write out everything in your brain at that moment. I mean, everything. What are you thinking, feeling, wishing, hoping for, want to change? Everything in your brain. The key is do not worry about grammar, spelling, or how it looks. The simple act of putting these thoughts on paper, well, they really do create space in your brain for things that truly need your focus, things that move your business and your life forward. When you clear the clutter, the clouds part, the sun shines in, and you will be so amazed at how much freer you feel. I know you're thinking, just writing stuff down, that's really going to help. I promise you, my friends, it truly is a game changer. In the beginning, I did this more often because I just kept feeling like it was helping and the overwhelm just kept coming. So as I kept letting it go, I kept feeling freer. Now I use this technique when I'm feeling really overwhelmed or stressed because of a big decision I need to make and I'm struggling with. It is unreal how just getting that clutter out of your brain, it creates so much clarity. 
I've also seen firsthand how transformative lists can be, not just for me, but for countless leaders I have had the privilege to coach. Let me share a quick story about a client of ours, Amanda. She runs a bustling childcare center and was on the brink of burnout. She felt like she was drowning in tasks and responsibilities and her team was feeling the strain too. We started implementing some of the lists and journaling strategies and the transformation was incredible. Within weeks, Amanda was more focused, her team was happier, and she even found time to start a community outreach program, something she'd always dreamed of doing, but never had the time for. If you can put a little time into creating a purposeful routine around making lists and journaling, you can, I promise you, quadruple that time investment. And I am here to guide you every step of the way. This isn't just about making lists. It's about changing your life and elevating your leadership to heights you've only dreamed of. And my friends, that's when you become purposeful. You change your mindset even around something as simple as making a list. So what am I talking about when I say lists and journaling and why should you care? It's the practice of creating purposeful and structured lists to organize your thoughts, your tasks, and your reflections. This is how you get the clarity to lead and lead with purpose. And when you are leading with purpose, you are going to find success. The psychology behind it is fascinating. Lists help our brains categorize information, making it easier to remember and easier for us to make decisions and easier for us to act upon. Ever heard of Richard Branson, Oprah Winfrey? Well, those are a few who swear by journaling. In our context, lists and journaling can help you streamline your operations, improve your team morale, and even enhance your parent engagement. Listen, journaling, well, it isn't just a fad. It is a powerful tool that can elevate your leadership skills and your business. Understanding the power of lists and journaling, it can be a game changer for your leadership skills and your EC business. So let's dive into those three key ways you can really use lists and journaling. The first one is prioritizing your tasks and goals. Now, The art of prioritizing your tasks and goals, why is it crucial? Because in the whirlwind of running an early childhood business, it's easy to get caught up in the urgent, the daily fires, all those things that pull you away and lose sight of the big things that are really important that will drive your business forward. As leaders, we often find ourselves overwhelmed with tasks that range from urgent to important and sometimes both to what you are confident and able to do and what you have clarity around and things that you have control of or maybe don't have any control of. Use list journaling to prioritize your tasks and your goals. Effective prioritization helps you focus on tasks that align with your long-term goals and ensuring you're not just busy, but you're productive. So I wanna talk about what we call the time freedom matrix. Now we talked about this a couple podcasts ago, but the time freedom matrix is organized in four quadrants. So the goal is every morning, you jot down your top five tasks that you know you need to get done today. And then you're gonna rank them in your time freedom matrix by importance, urgency, confidence, and control. So you're gonna divide into these four categories. Confidence, to get it done, and it's really important. This is the top three activities you should end up spending your time on. So if you start with five or six, land at least two or three in this quadrant. This is what you should be doing and spending your time on. These are things that are important. You have confidence in doing them. You know you can get it done and you enjoy doing them. The second quadrant is they're important, but you're not very confident that you're gonna be able to get it done. These are things that you spend time on that 
basically time wasting on because you really don't know how to do it, but you feel like you're going to save money or you feel like you're going to not bug someone. So you, you kind of fiddle around with it. These are things you really need to delegate. And we talk a lot about delegating in our shine membership and in the preschool business blueprint, but delegating is so important. Go back. There are, I think in the first eight podcast episodes, we have talked a lot about delegating and we actually have some resources for you. there all about delegating. Now, the third quadrant, these are things that are important and you can control the outcome, but you don't necessarily enjoy doing them. So you have a lot of control. So you end up doing them because you can, and you know you can get them done and you think you can get them done better than someone else, but you don't really enjoy doing them. And so these are things that take time away from what you really enjoy doing. And these are things that create more of that overwhelm, more of that chaos, because even though you can do it and you're in control, you don't enjoy it. And so you feel it's taking away from other things you should be doing. So these are things that maybe you do later when you have more time or you just delegate them and have someone else do them. And the third and final con, uh, oh, and then the other thing about that one I did, did want to mention is no matter what you decide, make a decision because this is the quadrant. This is the decision danger zone. This is where we know we can do it, but we don't want to do it. So we don't, know if we should get someone else to do it, or maybe we should wait till later. So make a decision. This is the key because when you don't make a decision, that's when you're wasting time. Number four, the fourth quadrant is you have zero control and you have zero confidence in it. And it really isn't important. And those are things that become time wasters, social media, for example, um, maybe cleaning the kitchen, organizing, etc. things that aren't really important in the moment and you really don't enjoy doing and you don't have control over, they are huge, huge time wasters. You just pass those on, get rid of them, automate it, delegate it, find some some other way to do it, but get rid of those. Now you can do this for weekly lists as well. So like on a Sunday, make a list of goals for the week, things you need to get done. And again, you can break them down into smaller tasks and then put them in your quadrants to decide where you should really be spending your time. This is what I talk about, about being purposeful taking a small amount of time, invest a little bit of time and really looking at the big picture. And I promise you when the next week and the next week and the next week comes, you know which tasks you should be doing and which ones you shouldn't. And hopefully by then you've delegated or automated some off the plate completely. So your list to choose from is already smaller. Now check on those long-term goals as well. Those lists are really important. Once a month, revisit your long-term goals, make sure you're on track. Now you can use a digital toolkit like Trello or Asana, Slack. There's different things you can use over paper. There's also all kinds of free apps and note-taking, but just be sure to find something. Now you can check out, again, like I said, it's our recent episode, episode number 88, where we go into detail about the time freedom matrix, and you'll find a copy of it there with some examples and a place uh, for you to write in your own and help you brainstorm. So you can download it at kellypeak.com and start brainstorming your own. Um, a strategy around this is also time blocking. Now, this is where you allocate specific blocks of time to a different type of tasks. And so you stick to these blocks as much as possible. So you could allocate the first two hours of your workday solely to administrative tasks. Um, you could do parent tours only on Tuesdays. You could do team building activities in the afternoon. You know, pick a certain time where you're focused on what you need. You make sure every day from 3.30 to 5.30, you're focused on your family because you're picking up your kiddos from school or sports, or maybe you love to cook. So six o'clock to seven o'clock, you are making dinner. Decide 
what is important to you. One of my uh, favorite uh, gurus, our, our, a mentor of mine, Michael Hyatt, he goes into great detail about time blocking and creating your ideal work week in his book, Free to Focus. And so I really hi- I highly recommend reading that. And then we also, in our uh, planning program, our work-life balance planning program, we go into more detail about that as well, if you have more questions about that. But pri- prioritizing your tasks through lists and journaling, you can turn yourself from a reactive leader into a proactive one. Time management guru Stephen Covey swears by this method, saying it helps leaders make decisions that contribute to their mission. Okay, let's talk about the second game changer, and that is reflecting on your strengths and weaknesses. The second key point is self-reflection, specifically focusing on strengths and weaknesses. Knowing yourself is the cornerstone of effective leadership. It allows you to delegate those tasks wisely, develop your own skills, and lead your team with authenticity. Leadership requires self-awareness, but who has time to reflect? So I want to talk to you about a strategy you can to do this, and it's the SWOT analysis for self. You've probably heard about a SWOT analysis for business. This is one for yourself. Conduct a SWOT, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats analysis on yourself. Create a strengths list. Write down your strengths and how they benefit your business. What do you enjoy doing? What are you good at? Create a weaknesses list and be honest about your weaknesses. It's the first step to improvement. What do you not enjoy doing? What are you not good at? And don't think about money and time, et cetera. Just put it down on paper. You may think that you don't have the money to afford someone to help you with that particular skill or activity, but in the end, you're probably spending more money trying to do it yourself. Create an opportunities for growth list. Identify areas where you can grow, both personally and professionally. Dedicate a weekly reflection hour just for this. Well, if you can't do weekly, at least quarterly, try to really sit down and think about this so you know you're putting your time in the right places. And share your reflections with a trusted mentor, colleague, or partner for accountability. Okay, and the third and final key point is enhancing team collaboration and communication. A cohesive team is the backbone of any successful early childhood business. Effective communication ensures that everyone is aligned with the vision and are working cohesively towards common goals. Lists and journaling are not just solo activities, my friends. They can be a collaborative tool that enhances team communication and brings your team together. Teams can make or break your business. How do you ensure everyone is on the same page? So one strategy here is your regular team check-in. Schedule regular team meetings to discuss goals, challenges, and progress. Again, if you can't schedule a meeting, put it on paper. So we do two team meetings a year. And I've been doing this, my friends. I'm going on my 18th year at our preschool and play cafes. We do not have monthly meetings. We did when I was at kinder care. I do remember that. But for us, we are more effective when we do two meetings in person twice a year. And then we do a Slack, Trello, and written newsletter every month. And so that's a way that we can make sure that we're discussing the goals, the challenges, our progress. We do boards where we uh, shine. We help, we show that the team members who are doing really well and we share goals and we celebrate with each other. So there's a lot of ways you can do it if you can't have a regular meeting. Use, use it to foster team collaboration. 
Create a team strengths and weaknesses list. Identify what your team excels at and where it needs improvement. And you can do this individually or as your team as a whole. Identify your communication channels. List down all the ways your team communicates and identify any gaps. Just like I explained, we do newsletters, we use online tools, we use our boards, etc. Now, do you have a team's goals list? Create a shared list of goals that everyone contributes to. Use a shared digital platform, like I mentioned, Slack or Trello, to keep everyone updated. Now, again, self-awareness and your team collaboration and communication, well, they are a cornerstone of great leadership. And lists and journaling can help you get there. Lists and journaling can serve as a mirror, helping you become more self-aware and helping you identify where the gaps are in your team to help you adapt in your leadership approach. And there you have it, CEOs. Those are three key strategies, each with actionable strategies backed by expert insights. Implement these in your early childhood business and watch your leadership and your business soar to new heights. We've developed different areas to help you dive deep into the transformative power of lists and journaling and how they can elevate your leadership skills in the realm of your early childhood business from prioritizing tasks to self-reflection to enhancing team collaboration. My friends, we've got your back. So what can you expect when you implement these strategies in your EC business? Well, the possibilities, they're endless. You'll find yourself moving from reactive to proactive, from overwhelmed to in control, from a good leader to a great one. Imagine walking into your business every day with a clear vision, a motivated team, and the time to focus on what truly matters, enriching the lives of the families you serve and being present for the moments in your own family. Prioritizing tasks help you focus on what's truly important, freeing up time and reducing stress. Self-reflection allows you to play your strengths to where you can and improve on your weaknesses, making you a more effective leader. Enhancing team collaboration, well, that ensures that everyone is on the same page, leading to a more cohesive and productive work environment. I want to leave you with this one thought today. Leadership is a journey, not a destination. And every journey begins with a single step. So take that step today, whether it's just jotting down your first goal list, doing a brain dump, listing a journal entry, or scheduling a team check-in, take action, make a decision. Your future self, well, they are going to thank you. And so will your team and the little lives that you impact every day. The future is bright, and it's even brighter for those who seize the strategies we've discussed today. So go out there, make your lists, do some journaling, lead with purpose, and let's create some incredible futures. Thank you for tuning into another episode of the Early Childhood Business Made Easy podcast. Now, in this podcast, I have shared some strategies about listen journaling, and I wanted to remind you about that resource that we put together uh, at kellypeak.com. It's a time freedom matrix. And as a bonus, you will find another resource. It's called the Actionable Guide to Self-Awareness, where we will help you brainstorm some ways that you can really look at that SWOT analysis and become more aware. Now, thank you for tuning in. So again, until next time, keep leading, keep learning, and keep loving what you do. We hope that this episode brought you a fresh new perspective on the importance of putting in a little time and effort for that bigger payoff in the end. When you spent a little focused time on purposeful actions you can take or maybe decide not to take today, you are nurturing your team and your business. You will be spending so much less time on those little daily fires and you can spend so much more time doing the things you truly enjoy and focusing on all those things that really matter to you, your top priorities, your key relationships, your most important projects, 
all the things that will bring you more joy and your business more success. Now, be sure to get on our email list so we can send you more information about our Shine membership for early childhood business owners and managers opening up in October. We are so excited where we give early childhood business owners and managers the operational strategies and tools they need to grow their profitable EC business with more joy, confidence, clarity, and less overwhelm. Take care, everyone, and have a great week. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. Are you ready to take your early childhood business to the next level? Then head over to kellypeak.com to join a community of other early childhood professionals who are ditching the chaos and the overwhelm and creating a business they love. I can't wait to see you there. Bye for now.